Welcome to Far North Token. This is episode 19, May 1st, 2016, with your host, Mid Token. Thank you all for listening. Today's episode is going to be part two of a conversation I had with Dan, owner of GoodSense. We talked a little bit about strains, we talked a little bit about buying sacks when we were younger, a little bit how we um, continued to be friends, see how things go. Without without further, let's get back into the conversation. And I grew up in the country, in the, in the woods, we'd go down in the woods and um, blaze and cornfields. I feel bad for those, um, the urban guys that try to hide their smoke. Now, you, did you grow up rural? Yeah. <clears throat> so we always had places to go. Mm-hmm. These inner city, inner city guys, they sit there and go, um, uh, you know, they're trying to find a place to get high. Uh, I'm sure if you had someone to interview, you'd find that they had a place, an opportunity. Oh, I'm sure, but just it, harder. Mm, maybe. And um, there's more people around to smell you, to drop the dime. True. To sit there and, hey, there's kids smoking back here. Or I was out in the cornfield. Or I was in the woods where no one is around. Um, out on a golf course, just standing on the green. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, <clears throat> you know, like you've had to have been in cities where you're walking around getting high and step behind cars or back behind walls. or uh, Definitely a lot harder if you, if you care and don't want to get caught. Right. So those little kids when they're 14 and 15 getting caught and then getting set up in that world of uh, corrections and oh it it's set up bad for them you know. the urban life yeah well, I'd say I, I definitely had a positive first experience getting high yeah mine wasn't uh, I'd, I don't know if it was it was positive it wasn't negative either right. but I think I just wasn't the appropriate age to be using it yet to have any effect that you know people really feel yeah maybe your brain isn't set up for it yet Maybe. I think that's a good point about the whole stress factor. Because it does relieve stress. It takes your thoughts away from things. But when you're when you're a kid... I've heard it described when you smoke, it makes you feel like a kid again. Yeah. So maybe when you're a kid, you just feel more of a kid. And how can you feel more of a kid when you are a kid? Yeah. Yeah. If, uh, you know, if anything, I think it just felt more like being medicated. Like you, you know, oh, like, you didn't like it? Like no, just... just, just that's like not, taking medicine. Yeah, taking medicine doesn't mean I didn't like it. it just means, oh, right, right, right. Uh, it just means you felt different, you know, than you're normal. And uh, you probably, you're analyzing that if you're me. I'm analyzing that stuff all the time as a kid. I'm thinking, weird, that I feel this way. And my eyes are dilating slightly and my heartbeat, they're moving in and out. And I'm just studying these things about it. And I didn't get that way for a long time. I didn't, uh, it just wasn't... I don't know, it wasn't a party thing for me. It was just an experiment, I guess. Yeah, that is a different path that we took. Mine was a party thing. Complete. Until later. Yeah, well, partying's awesome. Partying is awesome. And then I hit it when I was 16. And then I wasn't smoking regularly. My friend was, um... Uh, uh, Ramblin' Ranger. He... His, he was two years older than me, and his mom, when he was like 20, he was living in their place in between houses, and um, his mom came to him and said, hey, do you know where we can get any weed? <laughs> and he was like, what? <laughs> um, 
you mean we could have been smoking the whole time? <laughs> That's what he was like. And uh, he was like, uh, yeah, we can get some. And then we, that started us down a path of interestingness. Because then he started growing right there in their house. His, um, his stepdad was an electrician and wired things up so they never, the amount of electricity they were using never met the meter. He was by, he was bypassing it down into their um, and their meter was inside, so they had to get permission to come in to look at it and things like that. So they were growing, and I rem- we didn't even when we first were growing, not me when I was around someone was growing. We were just smoking the leaf, no idea that it actually created buds later. <laughs> yeah, um, I didn't know that until I was pretty much fourteen, fifteen years old. Uh huh. Yeah. So we're sitting there smoking leaf, coming back from concerts and pulling leaf off and smoking that. And um, <clears throat> then it got dialed on later. But he always had smoke. And there was every once in a while we could buy from this Avon lady down there. His mom would call the Avon lady and say, hey, I need two bags of Avon. And that was it. She would come by and deliver. It was in an Avon bag. And it was the best stuff we were smoking at the time. Because it was old older people smoke. And um, <laughs> yeah. it was it was great. And we couldn't get that all the time. Because his parents weren't... Uh, they didn't smoke as much as we did. So whenever they got it, we were like, Hey, get us up. You know, get us a little... And it was like a quarter. I think it was... I don't even... I don't remember what the buck... I don't even remember what the price was. But it was just... That's all you could buy. It was just a bag of Avon. And that was the price. I think it was like 50 bucks for a bag of Avon. Huh. And you couldn't buy like a bigger bag of Avon. It just That's just how it came. And she also sold Avon too. Um, they ended up... And I got, I got kind of pissed that he was always having smoke and I never had any. So he would come around and he had smoke. But then when he would leave, I wouldn't have any of it ever. And I was like, oh man, I need to find somewhere where I can start getting my own. So I would have it. And then that's, it um, kind of got to an everyday thing. And then wanting to be around it, someone above me was selling and he was doing a bad job. And then I took over his running job, bringing pounds into the, into the lands. And then things went all crazy. Then it was having lots of money and lots of weed. And, um, Not fun for a little while. It was very fun for a long time, and then it got really crazy. So how are you feeling stoned-wise now? Great. Like, we've had two hits, and I feel like I want to take another one, but I'm pretty stoned. Well, I was smoking while you were telling your story. Oh, yeah. So I probably had three more on top of... Okay. Yeah, the two I had, I feel relaxed, and I don't... No, there's probably some sativa to it, but I feel like it's an indica mm. uh, mix, at least, if not. I'll have to look it up again. With a name of Knucklehead. Well, I don't know. Knucklehead, to me, sounds like goofy, but it might be, mm, like, stupid. Yeah, how many of these names just sound cool? Tons, but you should have a name that goes with what it's making, feeling like, shouldn't you? Well, you will. Right. Uh, some people, you know, <laughs> True. like there's a knucklehead motorcycle out there that's way popular, old motorcycle. 
And uh, so yeah. maybe it's from like a motorcycle. Whoever's grown it is like a into motorcycles. Yeah, or uh, yeah, or that in their mind is a classic quality motorcycle. This is classic quality pot to them. I don't know. I just, I agree that it is classic quality. I think it's just uh, everybody's name and shit. You know, if they don't know a name, like you if know, they get a new strain, if they've yeah, had for a while. Yeah, like uh, for me, Tiger Tail. I acquired this strain, and I don't know where the hell it originates, but it's killer weed. It needed a name. I didn't want it to say, hey, here's good weed. Right. So I noticed that the colas look thick and nice like a tiger's tail would. And I you know, started calling it the tiger. And uh, a buddy of mine uh, mistakenly called it tiger tail a couple times uh, when he was talking about it. And I went, you know, I kind of like it like yeah, that. me too. So, yeah, that's the way that came out. But that's, I mean, so... Anybody's making up any names, and some of the names they've got today are just stupid anyway. So. Well, when the testing, do you think testing will change the name of things? No way. All they're going to test for is the is the quantity of THCA, THC, and THC, uh, okay. the CBDs. So, but it can you, be tested. Yeah, correct. I mean, you you mean genetically tested? Mm-hmm. Sure. That's just tons and tons of more money. Oh, yeah. It, maybe once they had all the strains, all the base strains, let's say, mapped, genetically mapped, mm-hmm. then you would go to these other hybrids and stuff that we've got today, and they'd match them up and say, yeah, well, it has traits from Methus Afghani, and it has traits from uh, it's just know, gonna this be Mexican so Sativa. Mixed. Yeah, they're just it's a mutt. Every single thing we got is muttly. It's just, uh, have you seen uh, it express phenotypes, you know, that are like, hey, this one smells more lemony, and I'm looking for a lemon type of weed whenever I get high, you know, so mm-hmm. so this one grower will grow it that way, you know, and then another same plant from that same uh, mother could, might not smell that way and be more skunky, or it might grow shorter, or there's all kinds of crazy traits that a person would, would value and use, and so then you, uh, you have them two different, almost two different plants, but you know their origins are the same. So you test that and find out, hey, this this is an Afghani cross with a uh, you know a Mexican uh, sativa. So I think it's just no way to figure out what came from what anymore. Just like if you're probably testing our genetics, you know you'll find, hey, some of us are from Ireland, got little right. traits from here and there sprinkled in. But there's it's the basic two. Three, I think, yeah. The Indica Sativa and... Uh-huh. Yeah. What is this Afghani... Three? There's a land race uh, strain from Africa. I'll have to look and get the history down on that one. That'd probably be another... Uh, good, Just a basic... Good, yeah, you could throw this on Far North Pokers and say, you know, these are the original, original strains from way back. But yeah, it's South American, um, uh, African... And uh, Afghani, and uh, I don't know if there was a North American strain. Yeah, a quick internet search, I'm sure we'll figure all this out again. But Right. I think I'll have a bomb hit instead. Yeah. I am, uh, it's been good. I, I'm going to, my pipe's empty. Is your bong empty? Not quite. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I, I hope this turns out. I'm going to get 
this Hey, thank you for joining us on Far North Tech. You can find more episodes on SoundCloud. Far North